What's going on, guys? January 24th. Welcome to another episode of the Murder Mentality. Thanks for tuning in with me today, guys. I appreciate all of you, and uh, it is my honor to continue doing this. Hopefully, this helps some people. Um, I get a lot of messages that, uh, that these things are important for people, so you know, I try to make sure I keep doing them every day. Um, what's up? What's up, Stanley? Uh, big love, man. I love that you're here every week. Dude. Every day, in fact. That's so rad. All right. So let's talk a little bit here, guys. Like, I feel like this warrants something here. Man. I was talking to Lacey last night, and I was like talking about how, like, how many people I see talk about the things that they wanted um, and how like consistently, like uh, one of the things that people tend to say is like, oh, well, it just didn't work out. Bitch shit. Just bitch made shit. Literally like, obviously there's certain things we can't force. We can't force somebody to love us. We can't force somebody to like us. We can't force a lot of things. But what I can consistently say is that if you really fucking wanted something and then I ask you one day, I was like, hey man, how'd that thing go? How's that business venture going on? How's your fitness going on? You're like, ah, it just didn't work out. You know, I just was too busy. I was blah, 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 blah. Bitch shit. 100%. You know, um, something that a whole bunch of my mentors have said over the years that I fucking love is pros operate from fucking commitment and everybody else operates with their feelers. What I'm trying to say is like, your favorite pro sports stars, do you not think that they have drama in their life? Are the people you look up to, do you think that their life is just clean and easy and there's nothing going on? That's not fucking real. What is real is that they have just as complex lives. In fact, the more successful you get, the more complex your problems get. And that's why the people that sit around and bitch about their problems all the time and tap out on it, tap out, don't have the shit they fucking want. Because really what you're asking for when you set big goals and big dreams is a bigger set of fucking problems. And as one of my favorite mentors, Wes, says, the fucking nuts to solve them. Money won't solve your problems. It'll actually magnify your problems. Money magnifies who you are. And that's why you see so many celebrities get fucking rich and then fucking destroy their lives because they still had the fucking habits of low-level dudes that were not taking care of business. Pros operate from commitment. Everybody else operates with their feelers. I ask you guys some questions and I encourage you to interact. And what's up, Chris, by the way? Sorry about that. Um, I encourage you to interact. At seven days out of the week, out of seven days in your week, how many days of the week do you immediately, as soon as you wake up, as soon as that alarm goes off, are you like, man, I'm so pumped to be awake at 4.30? Or man, I'm so pumped to have to get up and do this day and go to work. How many times a week do you do that? Because I love my job. I love my career. I love all of it. But here's the thing, though. My feelings don't always reflect what I love. I consistently don't want to do stuff that I know I need to do. I'm literally dead ass in the middle of some court stuff with custody, man. And I don't want to have to deal with all this stuff, but I got to deal with it. Because I'm operating from commitment of what's right and not how I feel. 
I consistently have to sit down and remind myself that my feelings that I'm can, like always trying to wrestle with are irrelevant. Literally, I'm going to tell you this right now, man. In 10 years, if you tap out on what you what you want in 10 years, if you like if you tap out on the goals and commitments you have right now, you're never going to be like, "Man, I'm so glad that I woke up that day and was just like, I'm not going to do anything today." You're never going to look back and be like, "Man, I'm so glad I took a whole day off of chasing my fucking dreams to just sit around and watch TV." You're never going to be stoked to be able to say, man, I'm so glad I took the day off to bitch about everything on Facebook and just scroll on Instagram endlessly for seven or eight hours. You're never going to be so pumped that you consumed so much fucking content that had no meaning or purpose to it that you didn't accomplish something that day. It turns out that human beings don't value weak shit. We don't value it. Well, let me rephrase that. We overvalue it and then undervalue how dangerous it is. But here's like, I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine a world where everybody that says they're going to do something commits to it. I want you to imagine a world that when people say, I'm going to get my fitness and my health in order and I'm doing it. That they stick to it no matter what. They give it everything they've got. Everything. You can't lose, motherfucker. You can't lose if you give it everything. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's like I'm in the middle of some custody stuff right now. And I ain't trying to take nobody away from nobody. But I want to have time with my kids. Right? And I, I meet so many dads that are like, oh, the system's against dads. Bullshit. Fuck you. No, it's not. You gave up. You gave up. Or you weren't as fit as you want to tell me you are. Ah, oh, my business just went under. Bullshit. You didn't pay attention. It's not like there weren't signs. It's not like there weren't consistent signs. All of a sudden, you know, money stops coming in as much. And you keep trying to do the same old tired crap that wasn't bringing enough money in in the first place? Because your feelings would be hurt if you realized you weren't doing it right. Pros operate from commitment. Everybody else operates with their feelers. They're bullshit little feelers. How often, if you are honest with me, like I, I would love for people to comment. So get, get free. Get honest. Get vulnerable. Tell me about a time when you said you were doing everything, but when you look back, you knew you weren't. And that you knew when you look back at it, you knew you knew too. But you were so busy trying to justify it for the image that you couldn't admit that. I will. I remember working at Dagger Art in Salt Lake City, Utah. Probably the best shop I ever worked at where I worked for somebody else. All right? And I remember getting fired <laughs> because of my behavior. Because I had not showed up for several appointments and left people hanging. Because I'd showed up high as fuck a few times. Like nodded out while I was drawing on a customer. And Tim, one of my massive, massive, most influential people in my life, told me, dog, you're having some problems. And if you don't stop fucking around, I'm going to have to fire you. I don't care how good at lettering. I don't care how good at whatever you are, you are. It don't matter. My shop, my reputation, and my people come first. And I was like, dog, I got it. I got it. Thank you for the warning. Thank you. I got it. And then when he did, 
Guess what I didn't do? I didn't tell people, man, yeah, I did have it coming. I wasn't doing what I should have been doing. I didn't take that warning. I was like, man, how fucking dare he? That's so fucked up. It was a whole bunch of bullshit, man. It took me two years. I maybe not late, probably about two years where I just hit rock bottom for two full years and then came back and was like, I messaged him and I was like, dog, thank you for giving me the tough love I needed. It took two years for that seed to finally start to germinate, but when it did, oh boy, did it germinate. It's a fucking tree now. Growing with a speed I never would have thought possible. But it's because I started to learn to operate from commitment, okay? Some of my favorite mentors are people, some of my favorite mentors are people that have spent massive amounts of time in prison. Some of my other favorite mentors, people that spent massive amounts of time in the Navy SEALs, in the military. And guess what? The thing is, is that you don't think this in prison, but especially if you're in fed time prison, that shit is militant as fuck. Wes, one of my coaches, talks about this all the time. Like, literally, like, they're, they call it programming. Like, they get up, they're getting your ass up early. You're doing burpees, you're doing push-ups, you're doing pull-ups, you're doing bodyweight exercise of any kind you can imagine. Not an option not to do it. Get out there, you're exercising, motherfucker. And guess what? Military does that too. I don't care if you don't feel like it. I don't care if your fucking mom died yesterday. I don't care if blah, 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 blah. It don't matter. Commit me. That's how I was able to survive Cassie dying and turn around and bounce back. Like people are like literally telling me like, Doc, I thought for sure you were going to be high and off to the races. And instead, you're, you're actually 10 times the level you were when that happened. Commitment. Commitment. What's up, Kyler? And thank you, Samantha. I'm so pumped that you've been able to watch me through this journey. Chris, too. You guys literally watched me hit rock bottom. You watched me shit my life away and my talent away. You watched me disregard my family and the people that mattered to me. But you also watched me bounce back. You also watched me bounce back. And the thing is, is that God is setting you up for a comeback if you feel low. And I'm here, I'm here to tell you that that comeback will happen instantly as soon as you decide that that was the last blow that life landed on you that you're not going to hit back. I want you to fucking take that punch. I want you to get hit and have the whole world be like he's about to hit the ground and instead you come duck down and you throw the gnarliest hook, the gnarliest uppercut anybody's ever seen and you pick life up like Mortal Kombat and throw it through the fucking ceiling and then kick its ass every fucking which way it stands. I want you to like, like I'm gonna date myself with this, like Killer Instinct combo breaker on life. No more, no more letting it kick your ass. One of my favorite friends, one of my great friends is a 74 year old man who spent 40 years locked up with Charles Manson. He's an amazing person. Look, there's nothing in life that will teach you how important everything is, like hitting rock bottom, like putting your life on the line, or like being in a position where you've lost everything. And I, I could categorize that with rock bottom. Wes, my coach, he hit rock bottom in prison because he had everything taken from him. The hard part is a lot of those people don't change. A lot of people join the military and they don't change. A lot of people join the military and come out crazy as fuck. I mean, PTSD is a motherfucker, man. But 
what I'm getting at is that like literally there's just a certain type of people, man. You can see it in how they talk. You can see it in the way they walk. You can like, nobody comes to me with excuses. Almost all of my friends and coworkers are like, man, sometimes I hate asking you for advice because you tell me exactly what I don't want to fucking hear. Like, I want you to co-sign this bullshit idea I put together. And instead you're just like, bro, really? You're going to live, you're going to be able to live with yourself like that. You're going to create more problems by doing that. You're going to like tell a little white lie. So you got to tell a little bit bigger white lie later on and a little bit bigger white lie. And before you know it, you've got this whole fucking situation. You're just head fucking yourself with all because your feelings interrupted you from being able to maybe hurt somebody else's feelings to just say something. His stories and the lessons that this man has as a great teacher. Guess what? Here's a crazy level up guys. If you were smart, you will eventually realize that you can only make so many mistakes in life. And while mistakes and experience is probably the best teacher there is, there is another great, great teacher that may be even more of a great teacher than experience. And that's observation. Because you learn from experience by observing your habits, observing your actions, observing the backlash, the consequence, or the benefit of those actions. But if you're like me, and you managed to hit the ground so hard that you skid and scorpion kicked yourself in the back of the head. <laughs> and we're like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> fuck, I suck at this. You might learn to watch other people do that. And you'll see other people just go, fuck, I ain't doing that. But even better, you find other people who've done that same metaphoric scorpion kick to the back of the head and just fuck themselves off. And you ask them. Wisdom is experience multiplied. Wisdom is the, the most mistakes that somebody's made. The wisest people have fucked up the most. And most of the time, got wise to the fact that they could learn from other people who'd made mistakes. And so now... Instead of trying to make all the mistakes you could ever make in life so I could learn everything, now I can learn without having to make the same mistakes. But see, the thing is, is I can't preach how not to make mistakes I haven't made, and I wouldn't try. I'll let other people do that. But I can tell you about the mistakes that I've made. The biggest ones I've made personally, hubris. Thinking I could figure it out on my own. Figuring that I was smart enough. I was the smartest motherfucker in the room, according to me, forever. Now, I like to walk into the room like David Goggins says and be like, I'm the dumbest motherfucker there is in here. You know why? Because when you say that shit to yourself, people are like, oh, you're not dumb. Don't hurt your feelings. I'm not saying that like, I'm like, oh, you're a dumb piece of shit. I hate you. I'm saying like, let's just approach this like I'm the most ignorant fuck in this room. Because if I look at myself like that, then I can also approach it with the information being put into me instead of me trying to tell everybody else what to do. Okay, Einstein called this thoroughly conscious ignorance, being conscious of being ignorant on purpose so that you may learn. Powerful shit, guys. But really, all of these skills, all of these things I've just talked to, boil down to one thing. Are you operating on your fucking feelings or are you operating on commitment? You think, dude, perfect example. You think Jordan ever worried about how he felt physically or emotionally? How many major sports stars do you know that are probably currently or have been through divorces and still continue to perform at a high level because they put their fucking pain into their progress? You operating with feelers? 
Are you operating from commitment? Those are the only two options. Do or die. So here's my invite for you today. Ask yourself, what am I doing or not doing? And let's write it down, just like I always say. Let's write it down. What am I doing or not doing that I should, shouldn't be doing or should be doing that's based off of my emotions and not off of my commitment to what I want to get? Because you'll find very quickly, you can easily look at those things once you start writing them down and be like, this is not in alignment with what I want and this is. And then you can start making choices on what to do moment by moment a lot more effectively. Big love, guys. Let's all commit to loving God, ourselves, and our future. Because if we do those three things, we'll make everybody around us feel amazing because we understand that we have to bring them with us. Big love. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.